and welcome back to Air Magique. I'm your host, Eric, and with me is my amazing co-host, Niels. Hello, everyone. Today, we're continuing our Walt Disney World versus Disneyland Paris series. In part two, we'll be taking a look at Disney Springs and see how it compares to Disney Village. Yes, there's so many great restaurants and shops to chat about. But before we get to all that, I did want to mention that this month's Patreon exclusive show is all about our biggest Disneyland Paris regrets. <laughs> Niels and I spill the beans on what we regret doing at the parks or at the resort in general. Just just all the mistakes. <laughs> you can yeah. listen to our failures along with all of our other fabulous exclusive episodes on patreon.com slash And it all starts at just two euros. So stick around to the very end of the show for a short preview of that Patreon exclusive. And thank you to everybody supporting Air Magique. In park news, well... Okay, so now the Avengers Campus has officially opened up in Disneyland, California, and we have been getting in the first POVs of the new Spider-Man Web Slingers attraction. So for the most part, I'm really excited we're getting this in Paris because it fills the shoes of Toy Story Mania, which is an attraction we don't have at Disneyland Paris. Yes. Yeah, now before I go on here, spoiler warning, skip ahead a minute or two (laughs) for the main segment if you don't want to know anything about this yet. The pre-show features Tom Holland in the attraction, which I love. It really makes the attraction feel like it's part of the Marvel Universe. Exactly. He's, of course, super charming, Hollandish, Peter Parkerish <laughs> self as always. So it's a lot of fun. The story is that the Worldwide Engineering Brigade is hosting an open house. Thanks to funding by Tony Stark, the world's greatest engineers have been brought together. The whole intro narration is provided by Webb's AI Sharon, who is super annoying in my opinion <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wish we could have gotten like jarvis dry sense of humor or friday from the movies who was also pretty funny <laughs> sharon just has this tone like hi i'm sharon and welcome to the worldwide engineering brigade Ugh, i don't know it's super annoying to me it's like kimberly duncan's voice from terminator 2 yeah. 3d show at universal studios if you haven't seen that yet it's basically like a parody of a flight attendant and an advertising voiceover i kind of hope this one gets dubbed over into French in Paris. So maybe we get somebody else. <laughs> or maybe we get a French-English combination as they do a lot. That's true. A little bit less story usually, but yeah. uh, repeating the message in both languages. But that's, um, yeah, could be an opportunity, uh, totally. Disney. <laughs> like, I wouldn't mind Sharon talking in French and Peter maybe speaking in English. I think that would right. well, work pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Anyway, Peter appears in the pre-show room via Musion, so it's basically a fancy Pepper's ghost projection. The effect works really well and the Spidey bots are super, super cute. They keep multiplying and of course mayhem ensues. So basically our job is to shoot down all the Spidey bots with webs. So basically Mm -hmm. like Spider-Man shootings with webs. And we get into these little carts that are very reminiscent of Toy Story Mania. So you have a few people sitting on both sides and they move through the attraction pretty slowly. So it's nothing to worry about if you're not the biggest fan of thrill rides. But what's really cool is that this point and shoot style attraction is not controlled by a laser gun like it would be over at Buzz Lightyear's Lightyear's Laser Blast. Yeah, you don't even have to touch anything you just do the motion spider-man does to shoot webs in the films and with some sort of tracking technology it basically follows your movements and shoots these webs into the virtual space so okay have i mentioned that this is a 3d attraction so yes it's screen based Yeah, if you look at it, the layout of the attraction does look very similar to Toy Story Mania. It has almost kind of this S-Ben type look if you look at the architectural plans. 
So it goes back and forth a lot to save space, but it's something I don't really feel like you're going to notice that much while you're on the ride itself, since mm -hmm. you'll be super distracted by <laughs> all the shooting you've been doing. It looks like fun. The vocals by Tom Holland and Between the Scenes are great, plus there's this catchy score and it all fits nicely together. Again, Sharon, I could do without. As a POV, so basically a video that somebody shoots of the attraction, it's a little bit underwhelming just because it's an interactive mm -hmm. attraction. So You have to experience it. Yes, <laughs> yes. I think that would make all the difference. Just don't expect any super high-tech animatronics or super elaborate sets no. like you see in Rise of the Resistance. I'm just happy that our Avengers campus is opening up with two attractions from the start. We'll have Spider-Man Web Slingers and the yet-to-be-officially-named Iron Man coaster, which yeah. uh, is a retheme of Rock and Roller Coaster. So we'll have two really exciting and new attractions to look forward yeah, to to get out with a restaurant and a shop yes <laughs> i wonder if we're also going to get all that shawarma <laughs> that they are getting <laughs> in the states that'll be really cool it'll be a, another a unique food type it's kind of difficult to get yeah. uh, in paris at the in moment paris. Yeah. yeah true yeah, yeah. yeah that would be cool and that whole pim kitchen with the big props that looks fantastic i'm really looking forward to get all this to paris as um, we've waited quite a long time for something new so <laughs> totally i haven't done too much of a deep dive into the pim test kitchen yet i really want to at some point but just from the basic pictures i've been seeing on twitter it looks like there's this mm -hmm. one meatball dish so you basically get like one giant meatball and then a couple of really <laughs> tiny meatballs so it's yeah. playing around with size a lot that'll be interesting yeah. to experience yeah. it's like uh, ratatouille 2.0 yeah. <laughs> it really is it really is like it's all about the size before we get into it just to keep things as simple and easy to understand as possible when Niels and I refer to Disney Springs, we are referring to the shopping, dining, and entertainment district in Walt Disney World in Florida, whereas Disney Village refers to the shopping, dining, and in the future, hopefully, entertainment district in our local park of Disneyland Paris. In general, Disney Springs is much larger and has a greater variety than Disney Village, and that by a long shot. Yeah. Both have their respective advantages and disadvantages. Springs has been maintained and refurbished to a higher degree when compared to Disney Village. However, <laughs> Disney Village will be getting a major overhaul in the near future that will bring it up to par and perhaps even exceed <laughs> Disney Springs. We'll see. Uh, you never we're know. We're very excited. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never stop dreaming. No. <laughs> We're very excited about it. And we have a whole episode on uh, Disney Village 2.0, which you can, of course, check out if you want to learn more about that redesign. Yeah. Let's dive right into it. Niels, would you do us the honors of sharing your first comparison? Yeah, well, I'm comparing the shopping part. <laughs> and to start with the biggest difference between uh, Disney Village and Disney Springs in terms of shopping is simply size. Both the amount of shops, but also the size of the shops is quite different. In Disney Village, you can uh, find uh, eight stores <laughs> and some pop-up kiosks. And that's World of Disney, the Disney Store, the Disney Gallery, Disney Fashion and World of Toys. And those are all Disney-owned and operated shops with uh, mainly uh, Disney merchandise. And the other three are the Lego Store, quite a big one, and the two restaurant boutiques from Rainforest Cafe and Planet Hollywood. So those are not even let's say full <laughs> stores True. in my opinion <laughs> uh, so uh, it's maybe not even eight but six then it's basically one small street in Disney Village with all the shops and most of the uh, Disney Village restaurants. While Disney Springs is a well a totally different beast, uh, there are four different areas like 
lands in the parks, the marketplace, the landing, town center and west side. And each area has a different theme and also a different offering. Some have more restaurants than shops, some are more shopping focused, but it's not just one street, but many streets connected with squares, bridges, uh, the whole thing. So it's a complete (laughs) shopping center, although you won't find a supermarket over there. But yeah, the Disney Springs website says that there are around 100 stores, pavilions, pop-up stores, uh, kiosks and more. So uh, yeah, prepare to spend some time at Disney Springs. And in my next comparisons, I will talk a bit more about uh, the shops itself. Yes, <laughs> love me some shopping over at Disney Springs and well, maybe even sometimes at Disney Village. Yeah. I think World of Disney is interesting. Looking forward yeah, to hearing you talk that, more about uh, that. Yes, in okay, a bit. So yeah. I will uh, keep quiet and stick to my topic, which is restaurants. <laughs> yes, so food. I'm going to start off with quick service restaurants, which are a great option to go to mm-hmm. at either resort if you are short on time or liquid assets. Disney Springs offers 18 options, while Disney Village offers eight for you to choose from. That alone will tell you something about the scale of these places. So full disclosure, I did leave out things like the movie theater, snack bar, and duplicate locations for that Disney Springs number. So the official website lists 35 quick service locations in total, but a lot of these don't count in my opinion. So 18 (laughs) is the real number. Interestingly enough, the best rated quick service restaurant available at both resorts is... Drumroll, please. (laughs) (laughs) Earl of Sandwich, (laughs) which serves up a variety of hot sandwiches, wraps, salads, and an array of desserts. So this is so crazy to me. I mean, props to Earl of Sandwich. They know how to deliver a consistent experience that people love all over the world, apparently. Oh, I didn't know that. It was the highest rated quick service restaurant in both. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But they do have good sandwiches. In terms of design, the American version is kept in a brown, woody, almost Sequoia Lodge-esque look, while the village version serves up modern library realness, mm-hmm. with lots of fake books along the wall and massive windows that flood the place with light. Either way, you can't go wrong with Earl of Sandwich. (laughs) Both also offer Starbucks, no surprise there. In terms of unique quick service locations in Disney Springs, check out the Polite Pig, which offers a smoked, meat-heavy menu. The place really comes to fruition when sticking to the meat entrees over, let's say, a sandwich option. Mm. This place gets you a good bang for your buck on barbecue staples like brisket and ribs. However, the citrus marinated half chicken and the house-made barbecue cheddar sausage with bourbon glaze are always worth checking out. And I'm getting hungry, so talking about this. Why did I pick restaurants? This is the worst. Also, a quick shout out to Chicken Guy, which offers simple fried chicken tenders and great fries. Where Chicken Guy really shines is the sauces, which come Hmm. in options such as curry mayo, wasabi honey, bourbon brown sugar barbecue, buttermilk ranch, teriyaki, and peri-peri. All are worth trying, and you might be surprised how much you like some of the more exotic ones. They did a really great job with these. Yeah, I always see pictures on Instagram of people with a table full of little cups with sauce. Just all the dips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just buy a lot of chicken yes! <laughs> so that you can <laughs> try all dips. Uh, uh, I mean, fried chicken is always a winner. Like, it's really hard to make yeah, bad fried true. chicken, as long as it's fresh. An exclusive over in Disney Village that I would recommend American visitors try is Vapiano, oh, which yeah. offers 
yours freshly made, prepared right in front of you, Italian food from various food stations. <laughs> Italian fruit from Germany, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is a German chain. You caught me. It is a German. But it no. is. It, I checked all the ratings online. This was one, yeah, no. <laughs> one of the best rated ones. This might not be a must try since Vapiano has locations all around Europe, but it's a great option if you're on a tight budget yeah. and are craving something fresh. So yeah. other than burgers and fries. I agree. Yeah. Good pastas. Yes. Yes. Pastas like the scampi e spinaki with fresh shrimps and spinach is one of yeah. my favorite things. Mm. Plus you get to choose from a bunch of different handmade noodles like campanelle, fusilli, parpadel, oh, and of course yeah. the iconic spaghetti. <laughs> For me, quick service has never been my first choice at Disney Village or Springs because usually we're tired after a long day yeah. at the parks and don't feel like standing in another line. <laughs> you want to sit down. I just want to sit yeah. down, be served and, you know, get some really good grub. So we usually go for a table service option, which I will talk about later. But Niels, do you have a favorite quick service location at either Disney Village or Disney Springs? Ooh, uh, yeah, I think I didn't check out any quick service location in Disney Springs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If we went there, then it was for, well, some shopping. And after the right. shopping, you wanted to sit down indeed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well then I'll come back to a sit-down restaurant yeah. question later on, but yeah. <laughs> and for Disney Village, I totally agree that Earl of Sandwich and Vapiano are great options. Yeah, I'm not totally. sure. There are not that much quick service options, right? No, only eight. I mean, you have got McDonald's. Oh, and... right. Yeah, I forgot about the McDonald's. And the Five Guys. Five Guys is also good. It's not unique. It's not looking nice, but... I have to say that they're hot dogs. I really love their hot dogs. <laughs> oh, good to know. Was the place yeah. clean when you went there? Because that's one big point that I was hearing about online. It's that there yeah. was trash just everywhere. <laughs> I've had different experiences. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it was, well, pretty clean. Mm -hmm. But I also went there a couple of times. And then, well, the tables were still dirty. Oh, bummer. It took a while before someone was uh, cleaning it up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And it can be quite busy over oh, there. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. That's so important to me. Like, a clean restaurant. Yeah. even if it's a quick service type establishment like it matters so much but maybe if it's good weather then <laughs> ask for it to go and uh, take it out and uh, <laughs> find a nice place uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> to, to sit with your uh, hot dog or burger but, uh, yeah, but, but, but the, yeah the good thing is that you can fully customize your burger or hot dog there are a lot of ingredients that you can choose from different sauces so yeah and i love the hot dog with cheese and bacon and then Ooh. add something like jalapenos and barbecue sauce and yeah that's uh, well delicious that sounds really good <laughs> yeah. i'll take one right now please thank you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like fapiano it's not unique to disney village you have five guys everywhere so yeah it's very true it's all over if Europe. you want to experience something different because you're there for a long weekend for a holiday then maybe try something else yeah it's very true they're all over europe and the states so you can find those pretty much everywhere but hey it's always good to have another option right yeah and when you're in a hurry maybe heading home have to catch a train or want to start driving as soon as possible then it's a good option is it's uh, well pretty quick and you can even uh, take it out so no. where are we shopping next i've still got some room <laughs> in my backpack for some souvenirs <laughs> well yeah the next difference shopping wise is the well the type of products that you can get at both shopping centers so the offering at disney village is quite limited in terms of variety i think at least 80% of the shop floor area is for Disney toys and Disneyland Paris souvenirs, including some fashion yeah. and art, but it's pretty much all the same thing. I can't put a percentage on that for Disney Springs, uh, to be honest, but there's definitely more variety in uh, products. 
fashion, art, collectibles, toys, but also sports, health, beauty stuff, housewares, candy, and well, many more other things. And most of these things you can find in Disney Village, but not in separate stores. Maybe it's just a small section in one of the souvenir shops of some housewares or maybe one sports shirt. <laughs> but it's not full shops with especially health and beauty products or housewares. Just like some specific fashion items, not just the sports, but also shoes. That's something in Disney Village, you can just buy some Disney shoes <laughs> with a Disney print on it. While in Disney Springs, you really have shoe shops like an Uck store. That's definitely um, a big difference and you really have to see Disney Springs as a total shopping concept where people come from the surroundings not just for the theme park visitors it's really a place where the locals also go for some shopping and yeah Disney Village on the other hand uh, really feels more like a huge Disneyland Paris souvenir shop uh, to me where you buy some nice Disney products before going home or (laughs) after a visit to the parks and uh, yeah so I think it has a different function as well uh, for that reason yeah I feel like Disney Springs is much more of a, like you mentioned, like there's a total shopping concept there. It feels like a real mall. There are a lot of brands that we know and even flagship stores like Coca-Cola has this massive flagship store. They're just representing their brand. And you have a lot of things like Coach and the art of shaving. Brands that you would expect to find at other American malls around the country, but maybe presented here in a more elaborate or special way. I also spoke to some locals in Disney Springs and they said, well, the downtown shopping (laughs) possibilities of Orlando are, well, looking less (laughs) nice than Disney Springs. So they prefer to go to Disney Springs just because of the nice looks and having all the freedom without traffic (laughs) going through the shopping district. And they have a lot of... Well, possibilities to do some fashion shopping and combine it with a nice dinner. Yeah, I heard a couple of people saying that uh, that they really prefer Disney Springs to uh, do their shopping. You know, I totally understand. I would live in Orlando. I would also like uh, heading to Disney Springs at least every once in a while because you're just, yeah. again, immersed in that Disney bubble. It's safe. You don't have to worry about uh, <laughs> anything shady happening near you. There's lots of security along that and it True. just looks so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, and they have a perfect road system and a lot of parking garages over there so um, it, it's also easy for them as all americans have uh, <laughs> big cars multiple cars yes and parking is still free there yeah <laughs> so you know after walking around you're tired like you said like we've been to sephora we got our makeup we've been to uh, the art of shaving to get rid of our <laughs> beards like we're exhausted so we're gonna head over <laughs> to a nice table service restaurant If you're heading to either entertainment district after a long day at the parks, a table service restaurant might be your best bet to calm down after a busy day. You'll have a better, smoother experience at either resort if you plan ahead and make reservations beforehand. Alternatively, arriving at Disney Springs before 7 p.m. is your best bet if you want to Mm -hmm. get a table without a reservation. Whereas in Paris, it's best to head over to Disney Village before the nighttime fireworks show starts for minimal to no waits. Again, stylistic differences, size, and variety are the name of the game. (laughs) Disney Springs has 19 table service restaurants, whereas Disney Village limits your choice to seven, so not counting bars. You can find both Planet Hollywood 
and the Rainforest Cafe in both Disney yep. Village and Disney Springs. While the Rainforest Cafe's interior and menus are quite similar in both locations, the Disney Springs version's exterior is shaped like this really fun volcano with yeah. erupting fire effects, whereas yeah, the Disney really Village cool. version has more of a boxy, basic building yeah. type look. But with some big mushrooms in the front of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like some yeah. good shrooms? But they make, <laughs> they make up for it by placing a giant animal animatronic alligator near the entrance which is pretty fun to look at all right yeah, planet yeah. hollywood on the other hand is quite distinct at each location the disney springs location has been recently refurbished and was inspired by an observatory mm. whereas the disney village version is stuck in the 90s and can <laughs> use a facelift however i must say that at least in regards to the food over in disney village i'm pretty happy with how it's currently run there were a few years there where it was pretty shaky and the menu wasn't that great but these last few years they've really yeah. gotten it under control and have been delivering some really solid consistent quality food and they recently repainted the exterior of yeah. the disney village location so it's looking a lot fresher they've still got some work to do but yeah <laughs> and the inside oh my god the inside so this is a light recommend for me if you're over at disney village i would say it's okay to go to planet hollywood if you're in disney springs however i would say go with something even better like Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, who you might know from being Oprah Winfrey's former private chef, as well as his appearance on Top Chef, Masters, and Iron Chef America. This restaurant is great, especially for Europeans interested in learning more about traditional American Southern cooking. Mm. Expect to find deviled eggs, low country shrimp and grits, blackstrap pork chops with sawmill gravy, <laughs> and chicken and dumplings. And no. cocktails feature artisanal moonshine. The ambience of this place is simple but homey with farm style decor with a reclaimed wood and mason jar vibe. Dining room chairs are covered in faux burlap sacks. Yeah, just all feel super homey farmy country <laughs> nice. if you're in the mood for sushi you should head on over to yeah oddly enough splitsville luxury bowling lane so <laughs> splitsville oh. is part of a multi-state chain of hybrid bowling alleys slash restaurants the decor is mid-century modern americana with spudnik lamps and other space age touches mm -hmm. it's very loud it's colorful and there's plenty to see and do while you wait for your food this place is especially great for kids who have a lot of energy <laughs> And just let them do their thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe rent a lane or two and have some good times. Yeah. While the menu features an extremely wide variety of food styles, everything from Italian to Mexican, most of it is okay. But the star of the show here is the sushi bar. I have one last honorable mention for Disney Springs, which is the Waterfront Boathouse Restaurant. This place features wonderful maritime decor, great seafood, and if you have a budget for a 25-minute amphicar tour on the lake it is so worth it so the amphicar is a car that can drive both on land and water <laughs> they were produced in the 1960s and the boathouse purchased several from private collectors yeah it's just super charming to get into a car on land and then just drive right yeah. into the lake i mean it's such a unique experience and it looks so nice it's so yes. american and classic it perfectly fits there but uh, yeah indeed it's uh, quite pricey yeah it is a bit <laughs> i don't pricey. recall how much it was but uh, yeah <laughs> i decided not to do it <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so over in yeah. paris king ludwig's castle is a fun choice that immerses you in a bavarian flair 
It's kind of basic looking from the outside with its colorful plastic tents, but once you yeah. enter, ooh la la, dark elaborate woodwork and this fabulous statue of Kinlukwig on a horse are just a feast for the eyes. Yeah. The menu is mostly Bavarian German food, although they do offer some Italian and French dishes, but it's not really what the restaurant is known for. So I would say stick to the pork knuckle or Schweinshaxe as we say here in Germany, <laughs> roasted chicken and apple strudel. The winner for me, uh, design-wise, is the Steakhouse at Disney Village, which is themed to a 1950s mm, yeah, Chicago meatpacking nice. warehouse turned into a high-class restaurant. So this place is packed with gorgeous details like hand-lettered walls, historical photographs, and gorgeous custom Edison bulb chandeliers. Like the name suggests, this is a meat-eater's paradise, with lots of yummy beef options ranging from sirloin steak to entrecot. Yeah, of course, I have to give a shout out to Annette's Diner, which is themed to a wonderful American yeah. diner. It looks especially gorgeous and eye-catching at night with the old-timers standing out front and the neon, neon lights casting yeah. their wonderful rays. It's definitely a burger place. So if you're planning a visit, I would suggest yeah. eating at a non-burger establishment for lunch in the parks, maybe, and then having your lovely yeah. burger in the evening in Adnets, just so you're not overloaded with burgers and fries, which can be a bit of a challenge in Disneyland Paris, depending True. on your travel dates. <laughs> yeah. So, Niels, do you recall what the last place you ate were at Disney Springs and Disney Village? Ooh, the last place. Well, Disney Village, Annette, I'm pretty sure, because that's most of the time <laughs> the last restaurant that we visit before leaving home uh, by car right. usually we go for a weekend and then on Sunday uh, afternoon we drive back uh, to the Netherlands and before driving back we uh, usually go to Annette's because then uh, it's like 2 o'clock 3 o'clock and it's uh, really quiet we stuff ourselves and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> prepare ourselves for the for the 500 kilometer uh, drive so it was definitely Annette's uh, at the Disney Village as we really liked it. I love the French cheeseburger and um, or, or the season uh, specials and uh, always a Coke float for me or a Coke with uh, freshly squeezed lemon as they have that kind of, uh, well, typical American drinks. So I uh, can recommend that. And in Disney Springs, I'm not sure what the last restaurant was, but probably Paradiso 37. Oh, no. <laughs> That's on my avoid Something like list. That? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say we didn't have reservations okay. and everything was full. Right. And, and most of these restaurants you have to book way in advance. Well, like three to six months upfront uh, to be sure, especially in high season, you have to reserve to have your place. But this place didn't <laughs> need <laughs> a reservation at that day indeed. Uh, so uh, we were already a bit skeptic. <laughs> but I have to say that I took a jalapeno burger and that was really good. And uh, I think my wife's nachos were also pretty good. So yeah, not sure what all the negativity well, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> is coming from. At least you had a good experience yeah. there. That makes me happy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But my favorite so far in Disney Springs is, of course, I didn't check out all these restaurants as there's so many. But uh, my favorite so far is the Morimoto Asia oh, uh, yeah. restaurant, uh, which was looking really stylish mm. and uh, they had pretty good Asian food. So, uh, yeah. That sounds fabulous. Yeah, I've seen pictures of it. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. It looks so good. Yeah, it looks perfect. Really classy. Next thing that I wanted to mention is 
a comparison between Disney Village and Disney Springs, of course, based on the Disney branded versus non-Disney shops. As said, Disney Village really feels like a big souvenir shop for the parks. That means most products are Disney branded. The Lego store is a bit different uh, in a way as they sell, uh, of course, a lot of Disney uh, Lego sets, but uh, they also have other products, including sets from film franchises that are from Disney competitors. Think of Harry Potter or (laughs) the DC superheroes like Batman. So that's already a bit, well, strange (laughs) for (laughs) Disneyland Paris. Yeah, it really is an independent brand store, or in this case, maybe uh, even a flagship uh, store as it's uh, pretty big. And that's exactly what makes Disney Springs, uh, let's say, more grown-up shopping center experience compared to Disney Village. There are more brands represented. Uh, You already mentioned Coca-Cola, Lego, uh, just like Paris. You have a lot of other shops like Zara, Uniqlo, Arc, Superdry, Sephora, Kate Spade, New York, Oakley. I spotted a Pandora shop for the jewelry. A Levi's store, Lacoste, Havaianas, the flip-flops, and even a fit-to-run fitness store. Yeah, these brands are having their own shops and some have a couple of products with (laughs) a Disney theme, but most of the products are just regular products. So for me, that's one of the biggest differences between Disney Village and Disney Springs as it makes it feel really grown up and uh, yeah i was wondering eric which of these brands would you like to see in disney village 2.0 if we get maybe also more non-disney branded uh, shops i would really love to see a sephora honestly i think sephora is so much fun i really enjoy a good fragrance i love shopping for a good fragrance and Mm -hmm. i think it's so much fun to engage with these things It's really been very difficult to find any quality cosmetics at Disneyland Paris. So Mm, I think this would be a really nice alternative. And I could imagine some really cool exclusive cooperations like them maybe also selling the hotel fragrances at the Sephora. That would be nice. But yeah, that's definitely my top pick for a store that I would like to see in Disney Village. And I was (laughs) also thinking of other brands that could fit in nicely. And I would personally love to have a book, comics, game movie music store alike thing preferably one that also has some imported english products yeah. <laughs> as that's always difficulty uh, in france but i think that's something that is really missing in both disney springs and disney uh, village a place where you can buy all the books and the comics and right maybe people don't want to buy movies or, or music on disc anymore but such a bummer <laughs> yeah I, I also would love to have something physical in my hands something that i can right. put in my closet or yeah (laughs) i really loved it and especially since well disney is all about comics all about movies i would love to see that back somehow in the shops that are represented in uh, our upcoming disney village (laughs) yeah i think that's a really wonderful idea i would love to see some kind of little comic book slash bookstore slash movie store slash vinyl maybe or cd or whatever the kids want to buy these days and and they can even add some merchandise like the popular funko pop uh, (laughs) products or or even a funko pop flagship store maybe like a collector's shop something like that that label yeah Yeah, totally (laughs) a little bit like the trading post in Frontierland exactly. that we have in Disneyland Paris. It's small and it mainly pins some, I'm not sure, I think some Funko Pops as well and some other collectibles. But that's really small and just in the park. So if you have a bigger collector's place in uh, Disney Village, that, uh, that would be really nice. I agree. Yeah. Well, after Ollie's shopping, I need a drink. Yeah, what are we eating <laughs> next? <laughs> so bars and lounges are a great place to hang out and chat. 
They offer a wide variety of alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks, as well as a unique atmosphere. Mm -hmm. If you're an Indiana Jones fan like me, head on over to Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar in Disney Springs. The bar is themed like a 1940s airplane hangar turned dive bar founded by Indiana Jones's sidekick and pilot, Jock Lindsay. It is so gorgeous and industrial. Yeah. Be sure to take a look around. You might even spot several yeah. references to Indy and Jock's adventures. So the great thing is that it also serves up some great fare along with the drinks. If you're feeling peckish, you can also grab a bite to eat. Expect to find empanadas, loaded pretzels, chicken wings, and tacos with an excellent selection of alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks, including specialty cocktails, mm. which are, again, also available as non-alcoholic option, which is great for me because I don't drink alcohol. Yeah, but, same. Um, <laughs> I love me a fruity mocktail. Over in Disney Village, if you're looking for a bar as well as some good live entertainment, check out Billy Bob's Country Western Saloon, which serves up a wide variety of alcoholic drinks as well as some soft drinks. Like the name suggests, it's a bit of an extension of Frontierland into Disney Village, so the Western Saloon vibe works well, and it's now the only Western-style place to head to in Disney Village since Buffalo Bills yeah. <laughs> Wild West show closed its doors last year. Sadly, there's no food, but there is a separate all-you-can-eat buffet on the upper floor, True. as well as excellent live musical entertainment on most nights. So that really makes up a lot of the atmosphere, <laughs> yeah. I think. And this is nice. If you start doing all the attractions in Frontierland, then you walk to Disney Village, <laughs> go to the bar for some more Western vibes, and then walk to uh, your hotel Cheyenne, uh, maybe have another uh, cocktail in their saloon <laughs> and you keep it all western <laughs> you can really live your full western yeah. fantasy over in Disneyland Paris yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. so where are we shopping next Neil? yes I would like to briefly touch the world of Disney store that you already oh, yeah. quickly mentioned in both Disney Village and Disney Springs uh, you can find one uh, world of Disney in Disneyland Paris is the largest shop of the whole theme park resort and it's huge it's beautiful it's also conveniently uh, located at the hub you can't get everything here that other shops sell in the parks i think but definitely most of the mainstream items while world of disney at disney world is similar in a way as it's also their largest store but like everything in the states it's way larger than the one that we have in Paris. Actually, it seems to be the largest Disney store in the world. Oh, uh, wow. It has uh, approximately um, 51,000 square feet of retail space. And on busy days, it's even uh, <laughs> easy to lose your family uh, members in the crowds uh, between all those sections, shelves, and, well, the great products. Both locations look really nice, in my opinion. Whereas Disney Village store feels a bit more classy or royal to me somehow. The Disney Springs version looks more like a stylish warehouse, uh, I think. So uh, yeah, it's a different vibe, but uh, well, they're both <laughs> huge. <laughs> Selling everything Disney <laughs> that you can imagine. What I like in the uh, Disney Springs store is the integration of um, film projections and colored lights. So 
yeah, it's a bit more dynamic, a bit more modern maybe. And you also have more separate sections like Wings of the Stores, uh, where you have specific products or franchises. Well, in Paris, it's one big circle-shaped area, which makes it easier to oversee. But I don't really get the adventurous feeling of an explorer that <laughs> finds new sections and new products like I uh, had in uh, <laughs> the Orlando uh, version. So, uh, yeah, that's the one that I... Uh, <laughs> Probably I prefer, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, large selection is really one of the USPs of a world of Disney. So Absolutely. the bigger, the better, <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you mentioned, there are a lot of exclusive items that you can't find in world of Disney. Like, for example, the Star Tours collectible frame with the mm. 70 millimeter prints inside or a lot of uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean shops. Things are exclusive. I know the Indiana Jones Adventure Outpost. They have some clothing items that you can only get there, like yeah. indie themed hats and things like that so yeah a lot of these like more niche things i would definitely pick up in the park and the big thunder mountain t-shirts yeah yeah again i would say stick to the rule if you see it in the parks and you really want it get it there because you never know <laughs> if they'll yeah. have it at world of disney of course you can take the risk but you know is it worth it anyway <laughs> it might save you a few bucks <laughs> yeah. i guess if you end up not being able to buy it but still some disappointment <laughs> there as well yeah, no, yeah, it's true. a gorgeous store. I love the Mickey uh, hot air balloon figure thing we have in yeah, Paris. It's also nicely themed. Yeah. yeah, I could imagine them maybe replacing the painted ceiling with some projection mapping element and adding some more dynamic yeah, motion there. Exactly, like they did in Disney yeah, Springs. Yeah, yeah totally. Some motion or with the colored lights. It's yeah, it's just a bit more fancy and. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, add some yeah. newer technology. More and things to look at. Spice yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we've been talking about a lot of places to check out on your next visit. Mm -hmm. Some just don't cut it. And I would go so far as to say to avoid these if you well, can. So, there's Paradiso uh, 37. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so over in Disney Springs, Paradiso 37 has been consistently seeing some of the lowest reviews around. The place looks fine, no issues here. However, many folks are really unsatisfied with the quality of the food and service, as well as not really being very good value as in not enough bang for your buck. I was actually really happy that you mentioned that you had a good time there, Neil. So that gives me some hope that if you really don't have any other choices, it won't be a complete disaster. Exactly. Yeah. And I won't say it's the most beautiful restaurant <laughs> or it's the best restaurant, but at least it was okay. Yeah. In regards to Disney Village, it's cheap. It's uninspiring. It's <laughs> New York style sandwiches. Yeah, I was expecting that. <laughs> While not inherently terrible, it is supremely generic and the food is, it is very uninspiring. So if you can, I would suggest grabbing a quick bite to eat anywhere else. Starbucks, Earl of Sandwich, mm. your choice. Yep. I just want to say if either of these options are your favorite restaurant to visit, it's okay to like a restaurant. Even if it's <laughs> getting bad reviews, at the end of the day, it only matters what you personally enjoy. Yeah. However, um, these are just our personal recommendations to you guys out there. Yeah. To conclude on a more positive note, I did want to give a shout out to the food carts of Disney Springs and Disney Village, which can be a great and convenient place to grab just a quick snack or a drink while walking to your destination. So that is always very convenient. <laughs> So, Niels, <laughs> are there any terrible shops we should avoid or are they pretty much all pretty nice over there? <laughs> no, I think shopping-wise, it's really a matter of what products you like, what you would yeah, love to totally. buy. And uh, there's not really yeah. shops that I, well, 
cannot recommend to go to. I personally don't like the Planet Hollywood and the Rainforest Cafe um, boutiques in uh, Disney Village. Right. Other than that, uh, yeah, <laughs> if you like to buy a Planet Hollywood uh, T-shirt or um, the best place to go to, <laughs> some uh, nice uh, animal or jungle themed books or plush or well something else, then the Rainforest Cafe boutique is also fine. But uh, those are just not my personal favorites but uh yeah other than that uh i don't think uh, you can go wrong <laughs> yeah oh my gosh so yeah. what is your last pick well, last but not least <laughs> i would like to uh highlight that disney springs offers uh well food and beverage brands flagship stores uh, you already mentioned the coca-cola one also m&m's opened a new uh, flagship store over there and that is something that disney village doesn't have at all i haven't been to the recently opened m&m store in uh, disney springs but i definitely was impressed by the coca-cola one there's multiple floors with coca-cola merchandise including some uh, fanta and sprite goodies you can find uh, here well some fashionable coca-cola items like teas sweaters swimwear caps a bathrobe uh, socks even underwear <laughs> you name it and you can get it it's really fun to go through that shop and lots of cool goodies like bottle openers and lip gloss mugs bottles towels well <laughs> it's all there and on one of the floors you can also meet the the coca-cola polar beer and take your picture uh, with him and of course there's a great rooftop bar on the rooftop of course <laughs> where you can get a refreshing coke or try lots of other sodas from the company from all over the globe that's really nice to do the whole sampler kit oh, so it's like what was that place called at epcot where you could try all the different sodas yeah, yeah the was it the cool station yeah or cool the... station that went away yeah. but you can still find it in essence in the the coca-cola flagship yeah. that's yeah. nice to know yeah we took uh, a sampler and then you have different options i think we had one with 16 uh, so cool. <laughs> cups uh, with uh, yeah uh, different drinks and some were really good some were really sweet some <laughs> were <laughs> awful <laughs> well, that- I'm, I'm not sure anymore what it exactly was but <laughs> one was just well toothpaste to me <laughs> oh, no. maybe that's one of those drinks that you have to grow up with the love yeah i think so it's a bit like uh, root beer a lot of people right. don't like that if you're not from the states oh and besides food brands having a store here at disney springs uh, even harley davidson has a store which oh, i yeah. haven't visited myself but you seem to be able to get a cool action photo of yourself and a classic hawk over there and they sell jackets t-shirts gifts and some collectibles uh, i'm not a biker but i think it's pretty cool to um, have a harley davidson store at disney as it makes disney springs really feel diverse and <laughs> and more grown up <laughs> if there's something for everybody yeah, whether you're a biker or a kid looking for a toy or <laughs> you're looking for a new pair of Uggs, you can get it over there. So that's, uh, yeah, that's really cool. But I'm really impressed that they have brands like Coca-Cola, M&M's and Harley-Davidson connected to the Disney brand somehow in Disney Springs. Yeah. I think there's a lot of vitamin B going on there between the executives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of cooperation. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, um, it'd be nice to have some flagship stores over in Disney Village. I feel like right now it's just in a state where brands might not feel comfortable investing millions into a mm-hmm. space. It's just not looking so modern or contemporary or up to date or really no. kept in a good condition at all. So I think that can really change once we have Disney Village 2.0. Yeah. 
2.0 and it just looks so much more representative and more in line with yeah. current tastes and likes so that'll be interesting to see if we yeah. can maybe get some more flagships. And if it becomes a place where people from the surroundings or even from Paris come to do some shopping then yeah. it's different then it might be interesting for a lot of shop concepts to uh, totally to have a place in Disney Village. I yeah. believe they would have to increase in size to be able to compete mm-hmm. with Parisian shopping districts because you're also looking for a wide variety of shops which is something that Disney Village just doesn't yeah. really have at the moment. It can't replace your mall or your high fashion shopping street no. but it'd be fun to see maybe even some luxury brands in Disney Village in the future <laughs> from Paris yeah. or uh, Milan or whatever. Absolutely. Paris is of course the city of fashion. I, I can't afford to shop at Prada but I wouldn't mind walking past it at Disney Village seeing some <laughs> designer Mickey Mouse ears from Moschino or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be fun to look yeah, at. Yeah something like that. You don't even have to buy it to still appreciate right. it and, and yeah. have a good time looking at it so yeah. Window shopping's free y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last but not least I wanted to discuss some ways to get to and from Disney Village and Disney yeah. Springs. Interesting. Yeah. We've talked about how much larger Walt Disney World is compared to Disneyland Paris in the previous episode of our Walt Disney World versus Disneyland Paris series. Transportation can be a bit more cumbersome when visiting Walt Disney World. You can pretty much walk to Disney Village from all on-property hotels at Disneyland Paris, of course, with the exception of Village Nature and a Davy Crockett Ranch. Mm-hmm. Specifically, True. Hotel New York and Newport are so close, you're practically in Disney Village, not to <laughs> yeah. mention the new unannounced hotel they will be building. Yep. Surprisingly, you have some walking distance hotel options over in Disney Springs as well. Park is staying at the Hilton Orlando, Windham Garden, Buena Vista Palace, and holiday and have an easy 5 to 15 minute walk to Disney Springs. While at Disney Village coming from the Hotel Santa Fe or Cheyenne, you have a 15 minute walk, 8 minutes from Sequoia Lodge and 5 from Hotel New York, Bay Club and the Disneyland Hotel. If you don't feel like walking or are unable to, the best way to get to Disney Springs and Disney Village is by Disney Transportation. Free bus service is available from every Disney resort except, again, (laughs) Village Nature and A.V. Crockett (laughs) Ranch in Paris. Now, one thing that is really fun at Walt Disney World is that parkourers staying at the Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, and Disney's Port Orleans resorts can take a water taxi to Disney Springs. Mm. The water taxi ferries passengers along the Sasagula River to the west side dock. You should plan about half an hour for this trip, plus time waiting for the boat, which comes around every 10 minutes or so. Pro tip, if you're unsatisfied with the lunch options in Disneyland Paris and you don't mind the walk, head on over to Disney Village for lunch since there are little to no waits during the midday rush in the park. So there in Disney Village, you'll take your pick. (laughs) Everything's (laughs) available and you won't have to wait all. If you want to avoid the crowds at Disney Springs, visit Disney Springs early in the day. Shops open at 10 a.m. on most days. Last but not least, if you arrive by car, standard self-parking is still complimentary at Disney Springs. Parking is available in service parking lots and in three parking garages with direct access to Disney Springs. If you're feeling bougie, valet parking is also available at Disney (laughs) Springs for a flat rate of $20 per day, sales tax included. And of course, gratuity is not included in the cost. So (laughs) tip your valet. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Since Disney Village is so much smaller and really depends on the park's traffic, the whole parking system in Paris has been fused together, which means that as of 2021, you pay 30 euros per day for standard vehicles or 45 
euros per day for preferred parking closer to the entrance. If you are a hotel guest, parking is complimentary. You can just show your easy pass when entering and you won't be charged. Some annual pass holder tiers also get free parking, which is a plus. Yep. Or you can use the Disney Village parking garage that's even closer to Disney Village, which is a commercial garage and even a little bit cheaper than the official Disney parking lot, I believe. So cool. Yeah, so it, it's right next to the Five Guys and Fapiano. Good to know. Good to know. I didn't have that on my yep. radar at all. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's not listed on the official website. Wow. Okay. No, but that's probably because it's not an official Disney garage. Ah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how they get you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess theoretically you could even use it to visit the parks if you really wanted to, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it's around 25 euros a day. But you can also okay. pay oh. by hour. So um, yeah, if you're not there for the full day, it, it might be even cheaper to go there. Interesting. Yeah, right next to okay. Five Guys. So it's a short walk to the parks as well. Yeah, You're right there. No. Well, we hope this gave you guys a good overview of what to check out in Disney Village and Disney Springs and how the two fare <laughs> up in general. I'm a big fan of both, although I'm really looking forward to Disney Village getting a facelift. Me too. Yeah, just revitalizing that area and bringing it to step with the times and hopefully get a wider variety of shops and uh, restaurants mm -hmm. to choose from. So all those things would be yeah, highly appreciated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Niels, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me uh, on uh, Instagram at Capturing Disney Parks or uh, visit my website, CapturingDisneyParks.com. So much fun. You guys, be sure to follow Hermagique on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook for more neat Disneyland Paris content. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review yes. on your favorite platform. <laughs> it really makes a difference and helps new folks discover the show. And if you do, we might read it on a future episode. Now, before we go, I did want to thank some of our patrons. And you can also get a shout out with the Newport Bay Clip tier on patreon.com slash So thank you to Anna from My DLB Life, Jen, Simon, Josh, Jerry, and... Tulips. Thank you so much, yes, you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe and have a wonderful day. Bye bye. Bye bye. So, Niels and I have been going to the parks for many, many <laughs> years now. And like with everything you do in life, you gain experience over time. And there's no mm -hmm. lesson more valuable than a mistake. So <laughs> let's chat about all the things we wish we would have done differently. Niels, would you do us the honors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my biggest regret is uh, that I went back home. <laughs> no, without kidding. Uh, the first thing I regret is well, actually staying at uh, Hotel Santa Fe. Yeah. I love the exterior of the hotel blocks and all the, well, overall theming, although it's not completely consistent anymore with some original elements uh, like a small volcano and the ufo versus the later added cars uh, elements from the pixar film yeah. but well that's not why i regret staying there but we've had several times a not so magical in-room experience foggy windows in the autumn or winter a bit smelly rooms like a wet dog actually <laughs> i got stinky feet room yeah i booked room 504 i got stinky feet <laughs> Now that was just a short preview of the full-length Patreon-exclusive bonus episode. You can get access to the entire back catalog of episodes, including the Discoveryland deep dive, stage shows of Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Paris trivia, and so much more. You also get two episodes per month instead of just one. That's twice the Air Magique, and it all starts at just two euro. Now on patreon.com slash Thank you for your support. <laughs> See you there.